0: CKNW's Linda Steele Show now in HD, which means you can listen without static in downtown Vancouver.
1: Canada's economy appears to be in slow motion, if you look at the latest numbers from Stats Canada anyway. But are things starting to change? Has oil finally bottomed out? To answer those questions, I'm joined by Michael Campbell, host of Canada's top-rated financial show, Money Talks. And uh, Michael, let's start with the bottom line. Does that really look like any surprises on these latest growth numbers? But is that about to change, do you think?
0: Well, it's interesting. I mean, you go through all the analytical community and everybody's got a big yawn for them. I mean, as you mentioned right off the top, we've been in a slow growth kind of motion here for quite a while. The same kind of reasons, uh, you know, uh, that we've lost 100,000 jobs in oil. And I think what people are starting to understand is uh, that it ripples throughout the economy. Obviously, retail sales kind of as people pull back, confidence drops. Commercial real estate has a problem in in Alberta. You know, they've gone from uh, surplus to deficit, presto. And, you know, with in 12 months, uh, you know, here's a couple of things about that, though. One is, you know, if you go down far enough, it's not tough to beat the numbers coming back. You know, right. for example, if I'm always reminding people what they're hearing when they, heard, they hear these sort of percentage changes, and that is, for example, hey, if we used to build 10 houses every year, now we build one. Well, as soon as it recovers to build two, we announce that's a 50% or 100% yeah, gain. Right. Yeah. You know, so we're really coming off a low level of capital investment. So at some point, that is going to change there. Um, uh, so I think that's a key here you know, we've got such low capital investment, we've had the layoffs, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't think it's gonna to be tough to beat those numbers.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty gloomy for a long time. Yeah. now. <laughs> so what is what is the actual key to turning things around?
0: Well, you know the first thing that jumps at me is our attitude. Mm-hmm. We still have a monstrous chunk of people, and some of them are running governments, who don't seem to get the importance of economic growth. I mean, you name why. I mean, if I'm a charity, you know, I get more money donated to me in good times and bad times. Obviously, if you're talking about government revenues and government services as your, your concern, it doesn't matter where it is. But we are incredibly complacent. I'm always saying this because I'm standing back and I'm watching, you know, governments raise taxes well, that isn't how you foster economic growth. I, I, You know, I think what the Alberta government's done is a disaster there. Uh, <laughs> it's much weaker than they're anticipating in that economy, and you don't raise taxes to c- encourage people to come and invest in your province, and that creates the economic growth. Uh, so... Yeah, that's what scares me uh, with this. I mean, when you look at the oil prices, for example, I, you know, we've reached kind of my bottom target, which was 34. I have to look right now, but we are starting to see some bullish, bullish news. So maybe we get a tradable bounce here. It's about time, I mean, we should get back into the 40s. I don't think any kind of robust big change here. By the way, the loony should bounce, too. It's way overdue. Right. Uh, you know, but I think the key still, when you look at the oil market, et cetera, is what, what about the U.S. dollar strength also? You know, these are measured in U.S. dollars, so if the U.S. dollars continue, say, over a period of time to get stronger, then it's going to be tough for those prices to budge.
1: Yeah, uh, this has not been a fun time in Alberta, for sure, and we are seeing the premier there starting to maybe go, well, oh, we're going to slow down on some of these things we said we were going to do, so they're really feeling the pinch there. Is the bottom line oil, is that the centerpiece, the thing that has to be the the, the, the thing that turns us around yeah. for all of I, us? Yeah,
0: I, I think you're right on that. I mean, uh, yes, yes. Uh, you know Alberta's been the biggest drag on our overall economy and the decline in oil and other resources. I always want to remember, I mean, natural gas was just murdered here in the last year, but also copper prices and and so many others. So yeah, I think that we need a couple of things to get going here. One is that we do need some of that recovery. If we do, we'll see it in better stats coming forward. The other thing though is we've got to keep in mind, we still need the U.S. to buy our exports. 75% of our exports go to the U.S. So yeah, we need their economy to keep kind of picking up steam. And the other one still that we talked about, uh, you know, a lot this year, because it is important to us, is we need the Chinese economy to sort of bottom and then resume back towards some of those older growth numbers. I don't think we're getting back to that 8 per 9% kind of stuff. But we need it to get, you know, certainly stronger than it is today. So, you know, we're not actually the master of our recovery here. There's things that we can do better than other things, policies that we can put in place that do attract capital. But yeah, we do need the recovery in these three areas.
1: All right. We're near the end of the year here. Uh, Get out your crystal ball and let's look ahead to next year. What stories do you think we're going to be talking about in 2016?
0: Well, I'm looking at a few things that we, we, you know, just didn't get featured. I'm still blown away, Linda, that we don't talk about the demographic change more often. I mean, it's a guarantee. It doesn't matter who's in power. If you've got a liberal, a conservative, NDP, uh, you know, you name it, they still have to deal with this demographic shift. And where you deal with it is on the real pressure on health care prices. And we're gaining momentum on real pressure on pensions. I mean, that's just the way it is. We had the finance ministers meeting this past week on Canada Pension as an example. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to come up with the right stuff at all but at least you know we should be talking more about that. Emerging market debt's going to come to the forefront again. You've got lots of com- uh, countries that cannot make their payments because they borrowed in US dollar terms, US dollars up, uh, their economies are weak, you know, things like, uh, company, rather countries like Brazil and Venezuela, you know, Russia's got a big problem. It's it's all throughout the emerging markets. And then finally, it's a story that over the last month has gained momentum and that's you know as the interest rates are at record low Mm-hmm. People started to search around for better return on capital and they got into stuff with a little riskier. I mean, you know, the lower grade bonds. Well, they're taking a hit right now. And, you know, people lose confidence in them. And I had one money manager say that it wasn't even the return of your capital or what you got on your capital. It's did you even have access to the capital? Yeah. I think there's a mess coming in that so-called junk bond market.
1: All right. We will see how accurate you are a year from now.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm totally confident. I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks very much, Linda, Michael Campbell. Have a merry, merry Christmas. You
1: too. When we come back, our Christmas week edition of Hacks and Flax, the top national and B.C. political stories of 2015.